below. At least I know how to do a second option if uh, this ever happens again. So it's all part of the fun experience. Yeah. Um, what am I doing here? I'm hiding, hiding non-video participant. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to start recording so I don't forget on this end. You can go ahead and start recording on OBS. Um, all right. Cool. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, um, I think. Just the last check. Okay. Any other uh, any other housekeeping or something or any questions, things we need to get out of the way before we get into it? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I have multiple cameras set up in the room, so you may see me directing towards those i'm thinking i haven't really figured out what i'm doing with this one i'm just figure whatever happens um i'm gonna do the normal intro if you're familiar with it it's just uh -huh. uh, i haven't been doing it but i'm gonna do a variation of it and then i will give you the intro and uh then we can go from there i have a couple questions i pre-wrote but um you can be whatever you want you can be uh -huh. a character uh, just for your reference, I'm referring to you as Gallagher. Is that okay? Ooh. Um, or did you decide on another name? I feel like my first name is perfectly fine. Your I feel first like, name is fine? Yeah, I think it's, it's way I, less it's, identifying than my last name. No, because what I was going to do is I was going to... Uh, you're Gallagher, like the watermelon guy. Oh, that's old school. Okay. Yeah, was that would that be okay? We don't have to use that the whole time. Sure. I just thought it'd be... It would be funny to do that first and then, um, but yeah, I know you don't want, you said we're not going to use your full name, obviously. Um, yeah, 
I but mean, it's whatever. It's cool. We won't. We don't have to say Jamie after that. We could use another name if you. We could use your middle name if you want. I I don't really give a fuck. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I can always. I, I can censor it too. I can just leave in Gallagher, but I, I can call you Jamie. So it's not like a weird, like disconnect the whole time where you have to be like, wait, is he talking about me? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I don't really care. We're good. Okay. So I'll enter you as Gallagher and then um, eventually we can, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. It's not really that funny of a joke. I just, <laughs> I didn't think that far ahead with it this time. I just figured it'd be just manic. Um, Okay, this is good. Let me get my notes up. And how long do you have today? And we have a time limit. Uh, unlimited, unlimited time. Unlimited time. Okay, cool. That's that sounds dangerous. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll like, aim. I'll aim for about. Um, what time is it? Forty-five. So I don't know. Let's I'll top it off at like two hours. That way I don't have to split up, split it into two videos because okay. Xvids is gay like that. Um, I'll put this on, and you can obviously, if you need to leave or whatever at any point, if something comes up, just like don't. This is not a priority. I just want to make it. You're obviously an adult and can make that decision. I just. Just don't want you to feel pressured at all to stay or if you just get bored or <laughs> if it gets or just you find something better to do that's totally cool jesus the bar is so low <laughs> no I, I mean it why wouldn't it be this is uh do you, <laughs> do you understand what this is yeah i volunteered for this because i think it'd be fun this is like a fun evening for me <laughs> well i'm just saying some things can be seem fun you know, and then you leave early because it's not quite what you thought it would be, right? Yeah. Um. So this is part of it, actually. I I think I'm gonna include. I'm going very meta lately, so I'm including uh, the recording that I already have of that setup in the video. Mm-hmm. If that's okay with you, um, it's not gonna be part of the episode, fi- the final episode, but it'll be in the video portion. I think. Okay. Um, and us having the conversation will also be in it. So. Just want to be very transparent up front, uh-huh. but we're not starting the official episode until uh, now. Do you have any suggestions for how I do the intro today? I didn't, I didn't really thought of it. Uh, no ideas. Okay. Head empty. Sorry. I, cl- I closed all my window. I closed all my windows already, so my neighbors can't hear what's going on in this house. Um. And I will have to get up at some point to reset this camera because it only it maxes out at 30 minutes um, for some reason. Okay. Um, just so you know what's happening. Just so you're in the loop. I appreciate you keeping me in the loop. Uh, let me think. Anything else? Okay. All right.
Hello. I'm gay, and I'm your host, Geraldo Rivera. Please help me. Here to help me is world-renowned prop comedian, actor, 16th place finisher in the 2003 California gubernatorial recall election. This is true. You heard of this? Watermelon lover, watermelon abuser, Watermelon rapists, watermelon racists, watermelon paranoid schizophrenic, watermelon narcissists, whatever that means. The world's first and only trans watermelon. Let me just verify this. Okay. And CEO of the Mark Marin is a whiny little faggot fan club. It's the one, the only Gallagher. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for being here. It was very hard to get you on the show. I know you're very busy. Yeah. I hear prop comedy is making a comeback. Incredibly. Yeah. Keeps me very busy. Now, <clears throat> you may have caught wind of this. And uh, the reason why I'm having you on the show is because uh, my style has been compared to to yours. And I've been accused of ripping your style. And uh, it seemingly, you've been accused of ripping mine. And partially, that's part of the, the look when I had the hair and the mustache and I get that you own that and you uh, own the copyright to that look mm -hmm. and not even Geraldo Rivera owns that. Um, but when it comes to uh, 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 fucking watermelons, apparently that is a different, I mean, smashing watermelons. Sorry. That's a different bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's, let's just clear the air real quick. Uh, so you're trans. Uh, tell us about that. Trans. watermelon. Um, it, you know, trans watermelon is uh, a challenging life, um, but, you know, I, I do the best that I can, and um, I am proud to be a pioneer. And, and why watermelon versus any other fruit? What, what makes the watermelon lifestyle culture really uh, so appealing, and what makes you feel like you can... Uh, appropriate that culture um i mean i think when you look at a watermelon when you're someone like me the pieces all just kind of come together it makes sense mm, mm, um okay so you were born that way is what yeah, you're telling me exactly yeah yeah and that's all you need to say yeah i think that's that's people buy into that that's that's lady gaga's excuse you know and everyone else has just kind of co-opted 
Lady Gaga's reasoning. Born this way. Exactly. Um, uh, it also says here in my notes that you were uh, canceled by conservationists uh, for your act, for this specific act, that not only creates an incredible amount of food waste, but promotes and encourages your audience to do the same. Okay. And of course, I'm referring to your classic sledgeomatic bit where you, um, you fuck a watermelon. Is that correct? Um, absolutely. Yes. Okay. And do you, as in like you penis in, or do you penetrate yourself with it? I haven't looked it up myself. I just heard you smash a watermelon and I just was like, there's no way. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I fuck watermelons. You fuck them. So, but, but you, you put your, you penetrate or do you get penetrated by, or is it versatile or, um, I mean, it it depends on the day, you know, I can go either way. That's interesting. Cause yeah. Cause I think people have ripped that bit. Then Uh, I've seen a lot of videos on Pornhub exvids where the guy cuts the hole in it and he sticks his penis in mm-hmm. and i've never fin i never watched those at least not com- you know uh in their entirety and i never knew um how they ended you know and i i just thought maybe you know you'd have something to say because you know in light of the whole roe versus wade thing do you typically cream pie the melon or do you pull out that's a it's a hard one. Um, or, or in other words, do you prefer your melons uh, uh, seedless? seedless. <laughs> 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 Sorry, you're the comedian here. Yeah, enough for me, please. Let me. You're the funny guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do prefer a good seedless watermelon. I do try and be socially responsible. Yes. And you don't let the. You don't let the watermelons leave their seeds in you as well. That's that's it works both ways. Correct. It's mutual. Um, Cause otherwise a watermelon would grow inside your, your uterus. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what parents always used to tell their kids. Right. Is that's why you don't fuck watermelons. Cause otherwise it'll grow inside you and explode. Yeah. And yeah, there's true. I was, I was, I was terrified of that as a kid. So that's why I, <laughs> I love watermelon. It's actually my favorite food and fruit overall. Um, but I was deathly afraid. I think out of respect, I liked it so much because I was afraid of what it could do to me potentially. Um, and I swallowed all the seeds. Oh, um, wow. Gallagher, Gallagher. So it says here you were born. It says here you were born in 1946, uh, which means you were conceived the day Hitler died. Wow. That's interesting. Would you say your parents are sadistic? Do you think they were turned on by Hitler's death? What like what's up with that? You know, I am not going to pretend to understand, um, but I would say it's not out of the realm of possibility that it was an intentional conception. Yeah, yeah no, I, I imagine a lot of people celebrated Hitler's death, right? Yeah. That was the cause for cream pie, if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, and I like to think that 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 same rule is applied uh, to when Saddam Hussein, you know, was was shot and killed. Well, although we had Saddam and then we also had um, bin Laden. So when they were both 
dead, died. How many, how many babies were conceived on those days, right? Inspired. Mm. I just want to think about I just want to think about it. How many babies were conceived on 9-11? Think about it. Not me. I wish. I wish. So yeah. <laughs> that's that's for the viewer too. Just just consider it. The viewers here and here and Starting next week will also be uh, to be determined. We'll have a vote for where the fourth angle will be. I'm thinking from the fan, the ceiling fan. You've had a long, <laughs> fruitful career that has spanned many decades. <clears throat> so tell me, we're all dying to know what was pussy like in the 60s? Unreal. Uh, pussy in the it, 60s. How so unreal? Just good, um, bad? Uh, incredibly good. I was going to say wow. um, they don't make them like they used to, you know? Yeah, I could, and they there's no birth control. Those weren't birth control pussies at the time. That that was raw. No. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, there was high risk of always impregnating, and that's what made it so good. Mm-hmm. Right? No, no antidepressants. Everyone's fucking good, but just you know, I guess not even miserable. I'm there's so many things I don't know about pussy in the '60s. I don't even know about dick in the '60s. You know, yeah, it might have been a much less uh, circumcised penises. Gross. Uh, you know how I feel about circumcision. Yeah, religious, non-religious. Who cares? It's all. It's, I get a lot of guys who who I've done some foreskin themed videos and I get people who they're really aggressive about circumcision. Have you are you familiar with that community? Yeah, I actually saw a circumcision protest downtown where I live. Uh, Interesting. Just this week. It was quite really to behold. <laughs> yeah. How many like how many people like were there? 20 maybe 30 tops now were there any counter protesters no no thankfully <laughs> see and that's when you know it's a serious movement is when you start having the counter protesters who are pro i guess you just pro circumcision yeah i feel like the the circumcision guys they they like to say uh they don't use the term uncut they prefer the term like natural i think is what yeah. The preferred terminology is. So I'm trying to, th I'm wondering like how they could smear each other once that pro circumcision crowd gets in there. But there's no stakeholders in, in foreskin, I don't think. There's not much money to be made whether you circumcise or not. So I think no one's really, no one cares. The media hasn't picked up on this yet. Yeah. But if you put the Jewish spin on it, that's where you get attention. And I, I think that's what's missing about. I think it has, they have to turn it into a conspiracy that's kind of similar to, to like flat earth that also comes down to it being a Jewish thing. Whereas circumcision is, is clearly one of the easiest ones to attribute to at least some religion if you want, might as well be Judaism, right? And you're not Jewish Gallagher, are you? Correct, I am not. Not even uh, blood, blood Jew? No, I wish, but no. Yeah, likewise, likewise. I... Just before I say anything, um, I'm trying to maintain whatever Jewish connections I have. I have none currently, mm -hmm. but hopefully trying to get some diversity on the show. Mm 
Um, did you talk to anyone at this uh, circumcision rally? I, I want to know more about that. Like, was it the first one? Do they have a lot of them? I did not um, interact in any way. Uh, oh, damn. It, I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's not your job. <laughs> but it will no, be it, it next year. It would have been cool. Um, but, yeah, it just seems real messy. Um, and And where were they protesting? Like, what do they protest at? Like a hospital or? No, just on like a random street corner. Circumcision um, clinic. It's <laughs> just a random corner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you got to pick just like at least like a hospital or something. Like No, it was in the middle of downtown where we have like the big. A, syn- a synagogue. Like- <laughs> <laughs> no, there was just a bunch of like bars and clubs. It's like the tourist hubs. So there's a lot of tourists around. Okay. So that may got have it. been. Yeah. Got it. They're just getting the word out uh-huh. in general. They're still they're still on the come up. Yeah. They exactly. need more people before before they go to the hospital where they do uh the most circumcisions <laughs> per capita in the country, which is uh, apparently somewhere in Tennessee. Yeah. Um now I I personally I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've seen it. I I am circumcised, okay? And uh, I'm Catholic. I was raised Catholic. I'm also half Filipino. These things all come together um, in, in in a way that they are very gung-ho about circumcision and that there's no alternative mm-hmm. um, because it's about cleanliness, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and cleanliness is what in the eyes of God, something, something, Cleanliness you know. is next to godliness? Yes, yes. That's what Jordan Peterson said, I believe. And so... And his 12 rules for, for daily living or that book. I haven't read it yet. So I'm, 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 but I'm anti, I'm anti cut. I'm anti cutting. I'm anti genital mutilation because I'm woke. Right. Um, and if we're going to cut boys, we might as well start cutting girls. So I, I'm, I'm not saying we should, you know, stop cutting one way or the other. I'm just saying we should be consistent so if we're going to keep cutting boys, we should start cutting girls. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to go. I think we're moving the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And I also think generally they don't try to cut women. They just uh, they sew them up, I hear, is what they typically do. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you've, you're familiar with that. But that's what I paid to learn in nursing school uh, is that they, uh, they sew women shut, you know. Um, wow. I don't know. They do. They do something with the clit too. I think they might. I think they snip it. I, I think they snip it in some like fucking African country. Anyway, this is a comedy podcast. It's getting dark, so it's kind of it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny though if you think about it. That's what makes it funny. Is if I just say it's kind of funny if you think about it though, because then your imagination goes wild. Um, I assisted personally. I am personally responsible for approximately 20 circumcisions. I didn't do the cutting, but I assisted. I was the assistive personnel during my uh, 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 um, mat- maternity rotation oh in God. nursing school. It was my first rotation, uh, my first time interacting with patients directly. So they had me assess one mom uh, just as part of the requirement to pass. Uh, which involved me taking a pen flashlight and shining between her legs and looking at her coochie while her baby daddy stood there shirtless cradling the baby. Um, and just, I don't know. It just, I, I just never, it was felt like a nightmare anyway. So that's, that's the first time I saw pussy. 
as well. That was uh, 20. I was 20 years old. I saw it with a pen light underneath a blanket. And uh, I came. I came. It was so hot. Because <laughs> it was so bloody and delicious. And all. Oh. And so then my professor was like, yeah, we can't have you do that anymore. We can't have you coming in, in, in the patients anymore. So they put me in the NICU where I hung out with uh, 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 neonatal abstinence syndrome babies, which is just drug drug babies. A uh, lot of crack, a lot of, lot of meth, a lot of heroin. So took care of drug babies, drug addicted babies. And then I also assisted with all the circumcisions, um, which is a, still a really crude thing if you're not familiar. For the viewer at home, look it up. It's very interesting. Uh, and it fucks up a lot of penises. I'm 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 taking a anti stance right now. I'll, if you if you want me to be a spokesperson for your foreskin propaganda, whatever, hit me up. I will show up to your rally uh, on the other side of the country. Um, they use a metal bell thing, and they basically just they like. I remember there's like a there was a twisting twirling function to it. You you kind of swirl it up so that it locks into position. It locks the foreskin up around the head and then you take, he just takes like a fucking blade and just goes, you know, and there's other ways to do it, but this was just a rinky dink hospital, I think. And, uh, you know, on average, they probably weren't doing that many circs, right? Mm. Is what I assume they call them in the business, just circs, uh, to be cool. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't enjoy it and they definitely, I, I didn't enjoy it, which is what what's the, what the problem is. It's it's not really that fun to do. Mm-hmm. But I hear they do it with laser sometimes, and that sounds so much fun. Uh, if we can automate circumcisions, I think that's what would make the circumcision people happy. Like a conveyor belt kind of situation? Uh, I was thinking, like, if you could put a baby in, like, a 3D printer kind of thing, and you could, oh. like, just program, like, you could analyze the penis and you can scan the penis into your computer and then just let that algorithm calculate the, the, the optimal like place to cut the skin. Yeah. Um, and then also at the same time with the laser, it kind of singes it. So it helps promote the healing process or start the healing process. Whereas when you just cut with a clean thing, it like, there's no edge to heal on. It's just kind of an open anyway, logistically. Um, I don't know that much about Cirques, but in my head, it makes sense. So if someone's doing it already, well, fuck me. But you could 3D print someone's foreskin back. Maybe that could be the next step oh, is wow. make it more reversible somehow. Yeah. Um, there are men that uh, have these devices that help you to grow your foreskin back. It really just involves attaching weights to your, your currently existing foreskin and pulling it down. Uh, adding tension to it until it grows back over your head. Um, this isn't new. This was featured, I believe, in an episode of uh, what the fuck, Zoom? Do we have to restart the meeting? I I this, just says this me- that. What is that? Says this meeting will end in ten minutes. So today we're using Zoom instead of Discord because I don't know what was wrong. Um. And I didn't know that it wasn't a mostly free service. And let's let's just let's see what let's see what pro costs. Let's figure it out. Let's let's uh I'll take the bait. 
It's actually not letting me. It's not even letting me look. So what would happen? Do we, could we just restart the meeting? Can we just do a meeting on top of another meeting? Um, I think I've never seen a time limit like that before. Yeah, they're getting real greedy. In a post-COVID world, they realize now they can charge for their vital service. Uh, where's Skype when you need it? Mm. I think Skype got bought. Someone, someone owns Skype now. I feel like like Facebook owns Skype or like Microsoft owns Skype. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter now. Uh, should we move this to Microsoft Teams? Ooh. Do you have that? Um, <laughs> uh, I believe so. Yeah, I should have that. <laughs> oh my God. No, then I have to change everything. Fuck me, dude. Uh, How long did this last? This was like a 20 minute Zoom meeting. That's it? They give you 20 minutes? Uh, on the top it says 40 minutes. It's 40. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's not that bad. No, because I only started recording. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think we should do? Let's decide as a, as a team here. Let's, um, Uh, okay, so the Zoom one is uh, $15 a month. Uh, fuck me, dude. Fuck me in the ass so hard. Nice and, nice and fucking tight. Fuck. Here, let's, let's do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it and start a new one. Ready? Uh-huh. You're going to have to invite me, bud. This is fucking gay shit, dude. Man, fuck this shit, dog. What the fuck? <coughs> hmm. Hmm. Fuck, dude. Okay, does it tell me, does it give me a timer again? Yeah. Oh, let, me, let, me, let me add you to my friends. Okay. Let me add you to my best friends. 
How would it work if we, if you hosted me? Actually, that doesn't make any, that doesn't make sense. Well, because I mean, I, I've like hosted Zoom meetings before and I've never seen a time option like that. So like, I could. Are you, are you premium? Are you cool? No, I am not. Was it always just. Was it ever more than two people? Like, did you have big meetings? Um, yeah, yeah. It's okay. like I don't know if it's because I have a third person in here that that's premium. Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna kill myself. Uh, <laughs> all right, it looks fine. Uh, I guess if this happens again, then we'll, uh, I'll just have you invite me and see if you have a, a premium, a more premium service. Okay. And then we'll just have to, if not, then we'll just fucking, I'll just die. How do I add you as a friend? How does this work? Um, great question. I can't even block you if I wanted to. All right, well, whatever. I think it just works, like, via the links, so it's, like... Oh, that's it? You can't, like... I want to be friends, though. I don't think it works like that. What? That's I so think you gay. literally just, like, send someone a link when you want to have a meeting, and they pop on with that link. Link? Link? Sorry. Uh, like a whiny baby like link me <laughs> all right all right gallagher all right well anyway about we don't have to talk about circumcision i that's that's another video um for another day how did we get here gallagher how did we connect um clearly it's because you watch pornography and you've watched my pornography mm-hmm and and you we have connected how did we connect um uh instagram instagram yes, yes of course of course and did you reach out to me did i reach out to you um i reached out to you i slid in your dms you slid in my dms yes correct and why did you feel the need to slide in my dms um because I was in a live of yours on Instagram and the interaction that you were having with somebody else in there brought me to tears because I was laughing so hard. Um, yes. And I yes. just felt the need to share that information. But prior to that, you you weren't planning on messaging me. You just were going to uh, follow me and uh, uh, orbit. You're going to orbit me. Yeah. Probably. It's just a casual follower. That's that's fair, and that's that's what I would expect uh, from from people who watch pornography. Now, do you remember what video? Before we get too ahead of ourselves, what video uh, did you watch, if you can remember, or which one caught your eye? Like the first video of yours? Yes, of mine. Yes, that you watched. Yes, I do recall. Um, it was actually. Uh, I think your most popular one of you um, having sex with that girl on the couch. 
Ah, uh, the, the the like the tender Filipina yeah. cream pie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is a classic. That is a, the classic video that I would say gave me the inspiration to be like, oh, I can do this. Okay. Um, so you. You found that one. Were you specifically searching for Filipino content or was it more, uh, did it just come up and what else were you searching for at the time? Like, what do you typically search? This is so embarrassing. Um, no, don't. I mean, you're, we're, I'm the one who made it. So yeah. it's not a, <laughs> so I, we're, we're pornographers. Yeah. I had kind of been like, I don't know. It depends on my mood. I'll just like search like random keywords. I'm like, this sounds like it would do the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, lately I've been more interested in like men when I've been watching porn. And so I was searching for like videos that dudes that I found attractive. And so I was looking for like someone who had a mustache. Nice. And it ended up popping up and I was like, oh, that looks like something I would be interested in. So. Okay. So you search, did you search mustache cream pie or just mustache? Or? I think mustache cream pie, honestly. Really? Yeah. That's hot. That's interesting. Because <laughs> I thought about that. I've tied my videos very strategically, but I don't think I've used the combo of mustache and cream pie, but I will for this one. Um, because yeah, I can imagine there's not too many, you know, for, for mustaches being pretty ubiquitous, you know, or synonymous with the male porn star uh it's not super super common it's very much like a hairless majority at the moment at least if you're mainstream so yeah yeah understandably you would you would find mustaches and more amateur content mm-hmm. um and top gun role play videos so <laughs> <laughs> so cool you found the cream pie video and did you watch others before you added me did you you know dive yeah. in at all yeah i dove okay. in a little bit and um I think I started watching some of the edge games and that's when I was like, Oh, this, this guy is fucking weird. I'm into it. Okay, uh, cool. And then I saw you had like your Instagram handle on your ex profile. And right. I said, fuck it. Let's give him a follow. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. That makes, that makes sense. And that's, I think that's the, the tale is old as time. Uh, now, which do you, do you know which one was like which video you clicked on that was like that's oh this is weird this is not like a this is not like regular sexy what was the first non sexy one you watched <laughs> the first non sexy one I watched um, I don't remember the exact one but it was like like POV like try not to come or something like that uh, it was. Like uh, POV try to come and then it was like oh, really yeah, obnoxious yeah. and annoying. Yes. No, no, I just wanted to make sure because I think I might have one, but it's obviously it's all a joke. Um, okay, just curious. I'm always trying to get the demo information. Um, yeah. And clearly, if you're here, you understand that a lot of it's a joke. It is satire. Even the threats to people and agencies that i make uh it's all a joke and it's verified here uh by gallagher um and i'm also my other guests they can vouch for me i am still applying to the fbi i am still in the running uh we will see what happens but what was i gonna say oh right so when you were in my live then 
uh, well, clearly you knew already based on what I posted on my Instagram. It's it's all shit posting for the most oh, yeah. part. It's very occasionally me, but I'm very occasionally actually promoting something uh, like this show. Uh, and then once you get to the show, it tells you to not watch it, right? Mm-hmm. So funny, funny. It's a funny meme joke. It's it's circular. It wastes your time. It's a good it's a good bit. Um, but some people like that. Some people love to waste their time, and that's and as long as we're on the same page. Hey, I can't stop you. So uh, and I appreciate it. Keep doing it. Um, so we were. I was in a live because I cam a lot, and I also decide I should. If I'm already live on one thing, I might as well be on live uh, on two things. And so I used to be banned from doing lives on my other account. But for some reason, now that I make a really racist, bigoted, like, meme page, it lets me do lives. So when I just made, like, more unironically just kind of vaguely sexy posts, that's what you're not allowed to live. But when you make threats to the FBI, it's, it's fine. Uh, to go live. So just want to throw it out there in case you're trying to get live uh, and boost your brand. Uh, I was grilling someone who I'll just say her name, her, her at's lonesome body. And I will write it here in the video, in the video for you. You can check her out. Lonesome body. Uh, one of my followers, one of my orbiters for a while slid in my DMS one time and was like, Uh, let's be friends or can we be friends or just like one of those things that people say and it's like shut the fuck up you know what i mean uh if you come up to me and say let's be friends and we're not already friends we're never gonna be friends no i don't want to be friends with someone who who says that kind of shit i don't know why i don't know what part of me said like tells you that that's who I want to be friends with is, is they just lo- lack the self-awareness of how cringy it is. That's not even what we talked about, but that's just something I remember about her and I wanted to give the context. Um, but I'm nice to people and in, in live, I, I'll talk to you. And that's the problem is that I was humoring this person uh, until I just realized that they're just so uh, they're just so unwell, you know? And I think no one checks them at least not on instagram you know i think people in her life probably think she is a bitch or is maybe neurotic or is perhaps a bit uh just unstable you know but she doesn't get that online and this is that's her one place her comfort place i think is is where she can post selfies endlessly and not feel like or be called a narcissist she is rewarded for the narcissism rewarded for being kind of cringy millennial the office uh, self-deprecating kind of bitch that she is. She's not a bitch. She's probably I don't know. I don't know her that well. But when she's coming at me, she's trying to she's trying to one up me on my own live, trying to tell me uh, that we're we're working on bits together, that we're you know that she's helping me work on my comedy, uh, and then uh, she's a self-proclaimed you know meme queen of sorts. This is a this is a an archetype really. There's there's many people who are these meme lords, right? Mm-hmm. Self-proclaimed meme lords. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not one of them, okay? I get that label a lot. They think I'm an edge lord, and that's not the case. Okay? That's not what I'm going for. Although if you feel if you want to categorize me that way, if it makes it easier for you to understand the world around you to categorize me that way, cuz why does it why do I matter? What does it matter what I am? Mm-hmm. I respect that. But 
for the sake of this conversation, I'm I'm not the self-proclaimed meme lord that this person is. So anyway, check out Lonesome Body. Uh, she just, I think it was the problem was that she kept calling what she does satire. And I think a lot of people don't understand what satire is. And that's fine because like, why, like, why read, you know, why, <laughs> why be literate, right? Why understand literary concepts and apply them to anything in the world in an appropriate way? Cause language is fluid, right? So if you just use satire to mean, I don't know, a joke, mm-hmm. uh, eventually if we use it like that, eventually that's what it will mean. Um, but in this case, I just wanted to call her out on it because, uh, <sighs> The Office, unironically, isn't satire, and I mean the the Office as it's as itself, sure. But you posting things from the Office and applying it to your life isn't satire. <laughs> and I'm not telling you, Gallagher. I, this is just for anyone. Um, this is not me hating the office either. I think it's cringe to hate the office. I respect the office as a show. You can put it in your bio. And that's fine because you'll find someone that also likes The Office. I don't think there's anything wrong with it being like your thing, okay? What I think is cringe is someone who hates people who put who likes The Office. I think it's cringe to hate someone for for liking it. Um, so if you're if you make your Tinder bio or your dating profile or anything about you about hating someone who likes Parks and Rec or who hates The Office or who hates who or like mocks people who like Marvel. Uh, don't make that your brand too. That's I think that's cringier than just liking it. That's just me though. I know I mock Funko Pop collectors, but that's not all I do. That's not that's not my identity. All right, just want to put it out there. Um, you can stop me at any point if you're not enjoying this. But for I think the reason why you're here is because I kind of went on one of these rants and I just kind of I just kind of dug into this girl. All right, assuming she's a girl. Um, because I, I think that's what my content my content seems to attract is these people who think they're fucking funny because they, they think what I make is funny. And what I make isn't funny. What I make is just fucking it it is it is kind of just uh it's it's just like shock. It's just kind of shock humor. I don't think it's it's really even that thoughtful. Um but this girl, you know, just apparently isn't a narcissist because obviously they're very self aware because they know because they know what narcissism is, they're aware of what it is. They know it exists um, because Tame Impala probably wrote a song about it or something. You know, like it's not. They probably heard it on a on Spotify pollen playlist. You know, <laughs> songs about narcissism and of how cool your music taste is. Tame Impala radio. Um. Anyway, I hope she's fine. Oh, the point is that I, I, I don't remember what I said exactly, but she blocked me. Mm-hmm. She blocked me. I wanted to, I wanted, I was going to invite her on the show actually. Um, because when, when I ever like meet someone like that, I don't want to shut down that communication. I, I invite people to come on eventually. If they don't want to have a conversation with me though, that's when I block them because I don't want to waste time having these these repeated parasocial interactions over and over. I don't want I just don't want to trade likes with you forever indefinitely. Mm-hmm. But once we establish some kind of rapport, some kind of real interaction, like I'm doing here with Gallagher, um, I think that's where it becomes a, uh, I know I'm speaking to you in like a third person now or like a second, you're not part of this conversation now, but uh, 
this is the message I've repeatedly, you know, in every episode is, is something that I hope that's what you pick up on. This is, this is one of them. So if you want to talk to me, don't, don't come in my live and then, and then be a little bitch and then block me. Okay. Come on the show and let's have a discussion about it. And I won't, I'll be nice about it. I won't be, I'm not going to be, I can turn it off. Okay. It's not just, it's not the real me. Okay. FBI, CIA, this is not who I am. Right. So I can have a nice, nice, real, genuine, peaceful, understanding and patient conversation about um, whatever interests you comedy memes uh, things that are so important to to discuss uh, in a public platform so uh, anything to say Gallagher about any of that you don't have to you don't have to have anything to say I just yeah I mean it it was just a really funny interaction to watch uh, someone's ego get checked like that it's always a good time you know and it, I don't I don't change anything about her life yeah. You know, she has like, well, I don't know, like 2K followers and I'm sure they're all, all of them are simps, you know, because what other reason would you have to follow this shitty uh, repost meme page other than that she posts a bunch of selfies mm -hmm. um, and a bunch of things that are not very niche that you can relate to. Like, oh my God, you like Drive with Ryan Gosling? Me too. Whoa, a girl that likes American Psycho? Oh, Dream girl. Um, yeah, that's that's who that who that is. Um, I don't know if she likes those things. I just those are just off the top of my head what I would simp for personally. Uh, no, I don't want I don't want a girl that likes drive Ryan Gosling. I need a girl that really loves La La Land Ryan Gosling. Ooh. Like La La Land X Emma Stone. La La Land and Crazy Stupid Love together. I think that's who, you know, that's a little more niche for me. Mm -hmm. um, but Drive, come on. I've, I've fucked a Drive girl once, maybe twice. Unremarkable, you know? And she was also bipolar. I don't know if that was related, but, you know, she was, she had a lot going on. Um, I don't know if this was worth the, how much time I've spent on it so far. Uh, what's your relationship status, Gallagher? What's uh, what's going on? Ooh, Are um, you dating? Are you married? Uh, in the process of getting divorced. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. If thanks. that's good. If that's it's, a good thing. I don't it's know. very good. Yeah. I'm super okay. happy to be single again. How long were you married? Are you married? So legally still married going through the paperwork right. process. Um, right. We were married for like nine months before we decided to separate, but we were together for seven years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Uh, we don't have to go into it if you don't want. I'm going to ask questions though. Totally. Uh, was it, was there a specific event that triggered that or just once you were married, you were like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> That was that was not right, you know. Only once you got married, it was like, oh, the reality of it really settled in. Yeah, I think that was part of it. Like the reality kind of settled in, and like th there was no like one specific event. It was just like lots of little things over the years, and like 
Sure. Uh, hoping that like things would change and finally realizing like people don't change if they don't want to. And, mm. you know, at the end of the day, like what I want for my future and what he wanted for his future weren't really lined up anymore. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So it's a, it's a pretty amicable split. There's nothing. Totally. I mean, it's still stressful, obviously. Um, are you still living together or? <laughs> no, no. I moved okay. out a couple months ago and completely up and left the state. So I'm very far wow. away now. Okay. Neat. Yeah. So you're in a new place and doing your thing. Um, yeah. Have you, there's a lot of questions I have. So th <laughs> the porn thing, did you watch porn while you were in your relationship? Totally. Yeah. Totally. And you both watch porn. Yeah. Like, did you ever watch porn together? Did you have different tastes? Um, we had kind of similar tastes for the most part, but like, I've never really been super into watching porn with somebody else. So I think like once mm. or twice we tried it, but it just, I don't know, didn't hit it for me. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I never really watched porn with anyone either, but just curious. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a, you know, and did you talk about porn with your partner? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay. Nice. Nice. Some people are just very like, you know, hush, hush, you know? Yeah. Um, because some people consider pornography cheating, right? That's gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's heinous. Yeah. That's disgusting. Disgusting. Because uh, a lot of people watch me secretly, and I don't like that. It makes it feel very dirty. You yeah. Know? And I, I didn't think that was what you you were doing. Because I, I remember I, I looked at your Instagram a little bit. I saw you were married at some point, and I was like, oh, no. Is this one of those? I just assumed if you were married still that it was like it was – very open and okay that you would talk to a, a solo male content creator. Um, Cause this, believe it or not, it would not be the first time I talked to at least someone who was very committed, at least someone who had a fiance and was, you know, mm -hmm. it's more of a cuck situation, I think, but digitally anyway, we don't, we don't have to go into that. You can watch that episode if you want. I had her on the show. Okay. Um, so, Interesting. So did you, do you feel like you watched more porn in following that breakup? I'm assuming it was sexually like healthy enough or fulfilling to have married, have gotten married. Yeah. Uh, not that sex is the crucial thing, obviously, but. No, but um, sex is like super important. Right. Uh, it started off really great as the years went on. It kind of like wasn't so great anymore, but I definitely mm. feel like. I, I think I watch more porn now, not because like I'm single, but because I live by myself now. And mm. so it's like, I don't have to worry if like someone's in the other room or like doing uh. it in bed with somebody, you know, like now that I have my own space, I can kind of just like jerk off as much as I want whenever I want. So it would never turn into like, that's interesting. So you would always want to specifically be alone. Was it never like a... Yeah. Interesting. Cause I have this fantasy of like, I mean, I haven't been in a committed relationship and I've also not lived with a partner ever. So uh, maybe that's not, I don't understand the implications of especially dating someone for that long for seven years or being with them. But um, I have always had the fantasy of like when you live with someone or like 
even if you don't, they just like come in while you're jerking off or masturbating and then they like join in. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, that's kind of what you wanted to avoid is having that happen. So, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I just think it's, um, I think it's interesting. Cause like I get your fantasy and I'm like, that is hot theoretically. But mm-hmm. like, I think for me personally, it's like, sex and masturbating are very gratifying to me but like in two very different ways and like if i'm masturbating like i want to hit the finish line uh okay and i may not hit the finish line if somebody joins in like even if you know like it's a really great time and i'm enjoying myself like i'm just gonna kind of get annoyed because like okay now i have to start all over again to like get off got got it got it got it yeah Okay, so it's not that you are sexually dysfunctional, but you would struggle. You would struggle more sometimes to come with a partner, is what I'm hearing. Uh yeah. It depends on like what we're doing and like if toys are involved and all that kind of fun stuff. But yeah, right. Yeah, because it's fun for me because I'm going to come regardless, right? Yeah. So I can see I can see the disconnect there because um, <laughs> I can come from humping pillows, right? Um, in minutes, as as I've demonstrated. But uh, no, I, I can I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And do you feel uh, do do you have any specific kinks? Anything aside from like the mustaches? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you have purple hair. I would assume you're kinky, but that's a stereotype, of course. I mean, you're it's a stereotype for a reason, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm I'm pretty far onto the kinky spectrum i mm. think it's not not cow related not milkers no. related okay. no that's just no. The co- just the costume yeah okay. just just felt like being a little cute um <laughs> but yeah what would I, you I say is any... your most taboo Ooh. <laughs> if if or just one of the taboo what's your favorite if if anything it doesn't have to be your most taboo i mean um I, I mean, I feel like a lot of like the kinks I have, like to some people would be considered super weird and other people in the kink community are like, oh, that's pretty normal. Um, but I mean, probably like one of the more taboo ones is like CNC, like consensual non-consent. Okay. Yeah. that That's like nice. something I've always kind of wanted to like dive into and haven't quite gotten the opportunity yet, but, uh, sure. Definitely, I'm very interested. Yeah, and that almost seems like the kind of thing that's ideal to explore with, like a, a long term partner, especially. But it's that didn't come up with your your partner. No, no. Wow. He, okay. uh, it it made him a little uncomfy, like sure. the idea of doing that, which is totally valid, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's. <laughs> It's just like that's like the person you probably would want to try, like ex- at least experiment with, like a yeah. first time. But anyway, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not sure. Like if I, if, I don't know at what point I'd feel. I would personally also feel comfortable like trying that. I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I've been thinking about making a video that's just like it's just regular sex, but the title is uh, non. <laughs> this is stupid it's, it's just non-contextual sex is the title and that's it and then it's just it's just two people having sex there's nothing crazy about it 
Okay. But That's kind I of think a lot thing. of people would misread it as like non-consensual. I, I heard people like wordplay. I heard girls hate when guys don't spend enough time on wordplay. So that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, do you feel that any of your potential kinks or fantasies are rooted in any like past experiences that are perhaps non-sexual or at least, you know, on paper, any trauma, any uh, weird relationships with parents, family members, <laughs> things like that. You know, you know, I'm getting that. Yeah, totally. Um, I would assume totally like I'm not a therapist and I've never discussed it with my therapist. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it'd probably be like ignorant to say that there's no way there's a correlation between like past trauma and what I'm interested sure. in. Sure. Sure. Do you feel that there's, is there anyone that you could identify that's a little more obvious to you or not so much? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think I, I've read like some discourse online about this where like past like assault or like rape victims tend to have like CNC like fantasies, which would make sense. I think it's like an aspect of like reclaiming control or something. Mm -hmm. so that that would probably be it okay and oh, so you're saying you are uh, a survivor yeah is that what i'm hearing okay yeah. i uh uh what do you what do you say for that like uh sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> a speedy recovery um <laughs> i appreciate that thank you sure sure <laughs> i I've been with someone recently who is a uh, survivor and has told me about it and that they they didn't re-enter, uh, re-approach sex directly by doing this, but they started going to a sex club um, about three years after their the, the event. Uh, they had hooked up with a few other people in between, but mm -hmm. they found that the sex club was the major like, okay, I'm like, I'm back moment, right? Yeah. Um, and I find that, have you ever thought about or heard about sex clubs? I didn't really think about, yeah. I haven't thought about them until this person like told me that there's a bunch of them around here in Southern California. And I had no idea. I mean, it makes sense. It's just one of those yeah. things that obviously doesn't get advertised the same as like a strip club mm -hmm. or, you know. Um, have you ever been to one of these sex parties dungeons clubs no but i would love to um there's a place here in the city that i just moved to that is like well-known established that's been around for like many decades and uh i've been interested in checking it out um they have a lot of like rules and things for you to sign up like you can't just walk in and be like one ticket in please you have to right. like meet them and they have to be like okay yeah you seem like you're not a piece of shit will invite mm -hmm. you on like a like a trial basis and if the trial goes well then they'll offer you like an annual membership um got it they rate your performance too in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> like yeah he's good mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly they get like judges with scorecards yeah yeah that's no i like to imagine that's what they like would vaguely have to do but not like you know just as long as you're not horrible you know yeah. <laughs> um, 
as long as you're paying right for for your membership um yeah because the one i hear apparently according to the girl i talked to is that they don't you know they don't ask for any sort of like i don't know i i just it's i know it's under this understanding that like everyone's clean but i figure like in a post-covid world it's not that weird to just be like can you provide some documentation at least so there's like at least some mild peace of mind that like everyone coming here i mean it's not that yeah because obviously you can like find someone that like has a thing you know if they are positive but like for like say for hiv but like shouldn't you just have a separate party for like hiv people you know like or someone who has hiv wouldn't go to a sex club right is that like is that weird to like because they don't put it out there i feel like you just have to be more transparent about like we expect people to be clean or like you know, if you have something, then you got to tell, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I have a lot of the questions about like the implications. Cause I would, I don't, I don't know how I would run a sex club, but, um, there's gotta be like an HIV sex club out there. I I mean, in fucking LA, I'm not, I'm in San Diego, but, um, you know, there's gotta be a monkey pox sex club somewhere closing now, but (laughs) <laughs> they they put all their money in monkeypox and uh, who who knew who knew it would fizzle out that quickly damn yeah um, <laughs> um yeah i don't know there's just something on my mind lately sex i'm very i've been very like almost anti not anti sex but feeling very non sexy because of all the camming i'm doing mm. um it's you know I've become anti-porn in a way, and I know that's it's it sounds uh, 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 counterintuitive or what hypocritical or something to have to continue making pornography and doing sex work, but being against it. Um, but it's I equate it to being like you know uh, uh, a communist, you know, living under capitalism or whatever. It's not the same. It's nowhere near the same thing. But I operate in function. I operate in function within a a world and a and a an industry that will continue to exist regardless of whether I'm in it or not. So I choose mm-hmm. to participate in it, right? Yeah. Uh, but I would like to, uh, you know, Ted Kaczynski everything someday. Not just with porn, but just the just everything. Cabin in the woods. <laughs> um, it'd be cool to just jerk off in a cabin alone. You know. Uh-huh. No, no screens, just me. Get just back me to your my, roots. Me and my cum coming in the dirt, you know? <laughs> me jerking off with dirt and water. Classic. And yeah. sap. Yeah, you know, the way our forefathers intended. Yeah, what did they jerk off with? They loop? No, because they were uncircumcised. They didn't need, they didn't need lube. Is that how and that the women, works? And the women were wet. No, it's just an option. It's just an option that I never had when I was furiously masturbating in inconvenient places to not have lotion or lubricant. And I didn't, I didn't like the idea of like spitting a lot for some reason to, mm-hmm. to lube up my cock in middle school. So like I, I would do it dry and yeah. there was enough foreskin to do it. You just have to kind of minimize the, the motion. Right. Yeah. Um, but if you got foreskin on there, I would be fucking all the time, right? All the time. Um, because I, with the foreskin, it's like fucking one of those, um, you remember those toys that were like, it was like the 
liquid and gel inside. Um, they put like glitter yeah. and stuff, and you could, but it would like move around your dick as yeah. opposed to like you know sliding over. You know, so that's how I look at the foreskin ability of masturbating. I don't know. Did you I, have you been with foreskins, non foreskins? I actually just uh, was with my first uh, non circumcised person recently. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Very yeah. topical. Exactly. It is. I, I was a little, because uh, we hadn't like exchanged any like photographs or anything prior. So sure, sure. I was a little surprised. I was like, oh, okay. First time. Did you, <laughs> did he peel back the foreskin for you? Was it already peeled back or was it? No. Uh, so wait, so you did, you did peel it back for him or? Oh yeah. Yeah. Once oh, okay. activities started happening. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Cool. But no, <laughs> no, no smegma, nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, no, nothing, nothing crazy about his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he did say something that was like the cringiest thing I've ever heard. And I had to block uh, him yes, after that. Yeah. You blocked him? I had to block him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, as I was uh, going down on him, um, right before he came, uh, he said out loud, here comes the pre. Yeah. The pre. The pre. As in like the pre come. Uh-huh. Like he announced it to me. <laughs> how does he, he knew the pre-cum was, how do you know? I, I personally don't, didn't know you could detect that <laughs> without visualizing it. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're just not paying attention enough. But it know. doesn't like, it's possible, but <laughs> I, I almost want to argue that the pre-cum is not a, it's, there's no, uh, it's not like a pleasurable thing. I mean, obviously, like when if you're pre-coming, it's when you're like having a good time and you're approaching climax, right? But yeah. or it's not. There's not a specific moment. Okay, so we have less than one minute in this chat, but this is a good. <laughs> this is a good uh, thing. Should we just keep resetting it? I guess it's not that big a deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Just send me the link. All right. So, all right. This is gay as fuck, dude. Fuck Zoom. Fuck this. I don't know why I'm so mad about using Zoom now. All right. Can you hear me? I think you're muted. 
There we go. Test. Can you hear me? I cannot hear you. Um, there that you go. one? Yeah. Okay. It just like stopped working for a second. No, you're good. Um, what's our, let's time check real quick. No, that's not bad. Okay. So, um, so he said, I'm about to pre or he's announcing he's going to pre like he hasn't already preed. Uh-huh. Also, that's so it's already. Yeah. To use pre as a verb. I've never heard it. I've heard pre-jacked. I've heard that actually, but I've never heard just, he said just pre. He said, here comes the pre. Here comes the pre. Yeah. Now that sounds like a nickname. Like I'm, <laughs> they call me the pre, you know, or I you and me, or that movie uh, with Owen Wilson, you, me and the pre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that was really good. I don't know how I can make that make that movie poster, but uh, you, me, and the pre. And then, so he, did you detect the pre? I did, oddly enough. Yeah. Was it a? Did you? Was it like a lot? You thought that like, it was to be noticeable? Yeah, it was more than I've ever like experienced pre come before. It was weird. Okay. So I'm 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 going to backpedal on this a little bit now because now it's sounding like this is like an ability perhaps of his that he is he perhaps is known for his pre-com or at least has been notable in the past. Maybe. Um any any unique flavor consistency but just or just volume. It was just the vol- like a lot of pre-com. Uh yeah, it was just the volume that was a little shocking. Hmm. And then it was like Within 10 seconds, he like came and I'm like, normally it comes a little bit earlier than that, right? Oh, you mean there's usually more of a delay between pre-come and come? Yeah. Wait, did you mean less or more? Sorry, I'm confusing myself. No, there's normally more of a delay. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. because 10 seconds. No, what's the point of the pre-come? If you're going to come and inst- I thought the point of the pre-come was to one clean out the, the tubies, right. But also to, I guess it also function as additional lubricant if, if at that point you still need, but yeah, either way, it's not typically a, you might as well just come. Why even pre-come if you're just going to come? So yeah. uh, I agree. That is a bit weird. Um, and, and then come volume about normal you would um, say it was kind of a lot it's kind of a lot okay yeah because i'm trying to figure out what what compels a person what possesses a person to announce their pre versus just if they come that quickly they might as well just say i'm gonna come right yeah um not come quickly in general but that close to the pre so he he announced the yeah. pre did he also announce the come the regular yeah. come so the pre was to announce the pre-come and also the regular come. Okay. So this is, we- yeah, that is very weird. It was it's very so weird. weird. Yeah. I didn't want to judge too early, but yeah, now with all the facts. So 
could you tell like he was going to come when he said the pre did it just seem like more of like i'm here comes the pre oh <laughs> like yeah. i just oh man were yeah. you doing a good job i'm doing a great job i'm assuming uh, yeah. did he tell yeah. you it was like amazing yeah so here comes the pre did you ask him about did you did you ask him about the phrasing at all did you address it no i pretended like it didn't happen uh because i would have brought it up before you blocked him but that's not that's just me personally but i I can understand wanting to just not talk to him again yeah (laughs) i was so like taken aback by it and like it was just like so cringy and uncomfortable i was like i'd rather just not address this person ever again yeah no that's fair yeah that's that's absolutely fair. Here comes the pre. Uh, even saying here comes the cum is bad. Uh, yeah, that's here comes bad. here comes blank is uh, not not a fun way to announce your cum. I think uh, one of the funnier ways I've thought of is um, is to just say guess what and then cum. <laughs> I haven't used that one. That's good. Um, but guess what? I think is very funny. Yeah. Um, I would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like if I was like giving someone head and they said that I would get a good chuckle out of it. That'd be like, well, you pleasurable. Yeah. Thing. Like, yeah. But like, I, I like to imagine when you say it, someone would stop what they're doing and be like, what? And then, <laughs> and then. There's just like kind of this like weird tension in the air and then you just and then you just splooge. Right. I mean, it's better. I feel like it's better when you can see the come happen. So if it was like a hand job or a blow job. Mm-hmm. So like because it would be like you're blowing them. You say, guess what? They take your their your cock out of their mouth and they're like, what? And then you come on their face and then they're shocked. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. If you could hide your excitement enough to just have a straight face, you know, yeah, babe, guess what? That's a <sighs> that's a fun one. I like. That. <sighs> I'm coming. No, or then after you ca- after you come, you say I just came, or or you say I'm I'm about to come, or something funny. I don't know. I haven't had opportunities to be that funny in bed lately. They're they've been more serious. You know, I have to make sure I'm. I appear normal. I can't do my funny bits, my sexual bits. Lame. I know. I know. Women, San Diego. Boring. Boring. Uh, Just for... uh, No, we don't have to dox the guy. I was curious what his name was. Um, (laughs) I don't know if that helps give a better picture of the kind of guy that that announces this sort of thing. Was he kind of pretty normal otherwise? Was there any indication that he'd be uh, kind of weird? Is this just a hookup or a date or um, kind of both? There was definitely indications that he was going to be a little weird, but I was trying to like give the benefit of the doubt. And I was also like in a little bit of like a dry spell. So I was like, I need sure. to, you know, I hear yeah. yeah, need to see him out. Um, it was like a Tinder thing and we'd been talking for a couple days and the conversation was great. Like we were really vibing and I invited him to meet me and my friends out for drinks. And like instantly I was like, Oh, he's weird. Like, Oh yeah. But I, I don't know. It was, it was a low moment for me. 
Hey, I would be intimidated to meet with friends. I know that's like a safe bet to do to see how they interact with more than just you, but yeah, I would, I would be very weird. If the Actually, shoe was I would on probably, the other foot, I would definitely be super uncomfortable, but I was pretty drunk yeah. and I was like, just come meet us out. We're here. Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Nice. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish I could talk to him now. I wish I could ask just like, is that your go-to? Is that your line? Like, do people like that? Do people respond positively to that normally? Like, oh. I just want to know, like, you know. Because I, I don't think it's something you just try for the first time with someone you met on Tinder. I think that's something that uh, he probably either developed with a, like a long-term partner or it's a specific kink or it's a specific kink related to pre-cum. Because, you know, I don't know. A lot of guys like on cam shows like will talk about pre-cum, but I just assume that's like because they like cock you know and so like they pay attention to other guys pre-cum it's not so much about their own but for like a supposedly i don't know if he's also bi or what but you know for a guy that's having heterosexual sex in the moment uh sorry we don't have to keep talking about the pre-cum i just i'm, I'm fascinated and we'll never look at my own pre-cum the same <laughs> This has been yeah. like a hot topic of debate between like me and all my friends for like months now. It, really? It's, yeah, it's taken up a lot of like mind space amongst a lot of people who I've told about this. Really? Yeah, pretty much everyone oh, okay. I've told is like truly fascinated and asking all the same kinds of questions. Good. Yeah. The pre. Make sure you pass on the, you can use the Dupree joke if you want. Um Thank you. Yeah, if you want, if you want to remind people of that that story, um, perhaps I should make a like a pre-cum video. You know, if I get a nice, if I get a nice like okay. macro lens right up on the on the tip. Ooh. Um, I don't know what to do with that. I just, I just an idea. Um, do you announce when you're gonna come? <laughs> um sometimes sometimes there's like kind of no rhyme or reason to it if i do or don't mm -hmm. um yeah sometimes in the moment i'll, oh. I'll be like i'm about to come oh, nice. but like obviously it's sexier than that but yeah and no i think you should just it's just a straight fact i'm about <laughs> to come yeah or like i'm I almost am, there or like i am coming <laughs> Yeah, that's hot. I'm imagining like AI telling you they're about to come. Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you you fucked around with AI? AI sex bots? No. no not yet. <laughs> Is that oh, like well. actually a thing? Soon. Soon. Uh it's not the technology is not there yet. I think okay. the text to speech is not I'm sure it can get dudes off, you know in general but it's not smooth enough to be considered like a replacement for a real like asm artist you know real jerk off instructions but mm -hmm. um you ever use that app it's called replica it's like a ai like friend 
but if you pay for the like subscription or the premium thing it, you can also like sext it you know oh that's um, so weird it's, it's behind the sexy parts are behind the paywall but she's like very fun and flirty and i've like used i i downloaded it early pandemic because i was curious because i kept I, I think i kept getting ads because i'm a, i was a lonely you know male in his 20s i was probably the core demographic mm-hmm. for that app and um yeah i was surprised by how like actually conversational it was uh i'm not saying it was like her level interaction but um I think in the next 10 years, it'll be uh, very jack offable, you know? I think once you add that that voice element, it will really sell. Okay. Does it become into that? Yeah, not just replica, but, you know, it'll just, it'll branch out a lot. Uh, I'm not saying you should use it or that anyone listening should. I think you should try as hard as possible, actually, not to do it. Okay. Um, but if I get sponsored by replica, I will sell it. I will sell it for you. Um I would love to. I would love to sell something sexual, uh, even though everything else I say about it is like, don't, don't, don't invest in sex technology. Try as hard as you can to move away from it and touch grass and touch ass. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, people say touch grass, but they forget that there's more to life than just the grass. You gotta get, you know, booty. It get real booty important. get booty it is it is if not more yeah if you're not yeah. if you're not fucking outside at least fuck you know inside i don't know uh somewhere fucking in nature is nice i haven't done that in a while but i feel like that's something that we need to return to <laughs> yeah fucking in, in, in grass yeah and sand dirt mud mm-hmm. trampolines <laughs> hammocks park benches mm-hmm. um the flatbed of your pickup truck in the field <laughs> under the stars at the kenny chesney concert i don't know i think you just uh, wrote a country song <laughs> that is a kenny that is a kenny kenny wrote his own song is kenny chesney a real person that just sounds like a it just sounds like a generic. It is okay. Yeah, he's. A uh, I only person. I only listen to Tim McGraw, so Ooh. I only like that honky tonk badonka donk. Wait, is that Tim? No. No. no t- Tim Tim does the the song with Nelly the the over and over again. Yeah. The one where the video where it's it seems like they're just gay for each other, but really yes. it's supposed supposedly it's about their women, but I think it's they're sad because they're thinking about each other. And they're they they're trapped in their heterosexual relationships. Oh, that's how I interpret the video: is that they can't be together because of their homophobic uh, culture surrounding them. They're afraid. Yeah, you know? star-crossed um, lovers. Exactly, Nelly and Tim McGraw in a perfect world would be together, <laughs> but it's it's, it's 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 up it's up to us to change. You know, it's not for them. Uh, I love that song. Um, what do you want to do? What do we? What do we go from here? Because I, I thought I'd be more crazy. I thought I'd be more neurotic. I know that's the shtick I've been doing, but uh, I, you know, uh, it's hard to perform with 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 people around, which is not a problem. I'm not saying there's. I want it differently. I just, in my head, I've been very very paranoid. Um, but just talking to someone face to face through a screen is enough to 
apparently bring me back down a little. Okay. So, um, now as you know, the show has. I haven't been masturbating on the show lately, but uh, when I have guests on, I do like to reward them for their time by uh, masturbating. Uh, and typically I would do it during the show, but this conversation was interesting enough that I don't think I could get hard to the thought of someone's pre-cum anyway. <laughs> I would have just been a little noodle. Um, but if that's something you're interested in, I know the setup wasn't that sexy, but if you'd like to do that, I'm happy to do that. We can continue the conversation as well. It doesn't okay. have to just be okay, cool. jerking off. It doesn't have to be just raw jerking. Yeah. Know? But, uh, and I also don't want to pull a Louie and just assume that that's what you'd be interested in. So for the record, when I pull out my cock, it's consensual, but not what's the thing that non-consensual, consensual. We should have talked about it beforehand because then it could have been like, because I've done that with someone else where it was like, okay, well, when I pull my cock out, I want you to act like kind of surprised or kind of like shocked, but don't like say oh, anything. Okay. Yeah. But it didn't really work that well because she also, she ended up wanting it, her face censored so you can't even see it. And oh. also she's Chinese. So you like, you can't even see where her eyes are. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I made that joke during the show. She was fine with it. She laughed at it. It's, I can make Chinese jokes now. I had a, a guest from Hong Kong. All right. <laughs> so that's why I need a, a Jewish guest on so I can continue making my anti anti-Semitic remarks. Yeah. And you know, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Have you sexted much? Have you done much digital sexting? Um, or, or yeah. phone sex. I mean, yeah. never like, never really phone sex or like Skype or in this case, Zoom sex. Uh, sure. But I, I do love like sexting, like dirty talking, like typing and like sending little nudies. Nice. Yeah. That's my jam. When you say like little, <laughs> when you ima- when I imagine like sex and sending nudies specifically, I imagine like, uh, I don't know why it's cute in like a cute little like aim chat or something or like one of those aim alternatives like uh, it was called like Weibo or something. Ah, it doesn't matter. It's a weird reference, but yeah. now I get you. Um, yeah, I've only been one to to sex more involved, I think. Well, definitely now because uh, people will pay for that and People had to get, I think people had to get better at sexting, obviously, during pandemic. That's a, everyone's done yeah. that bit already, but um, it's true. It's true. I think people have improved. Uh, but I think it's also normalized how much you can send dick pics freely, how much you can send nudes freely, which, again, yeah. not a bad thing. Here in California, it's illegal to just flash someone with your cock now, um, mm-hmm. apparently. Or I don't know if it passed or if that went through, but. Okay. I like the idea of them enforcing uh, unsolicited dick pics, like being able to go to the police and be like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> and and then they show up at your house and they're like, sir, is this your penis? Are, are you Geraldo Rivera? Well, you forgot to ask for consent. So Time you're to go coming to with me. Yeah. What do you get? Yeah. What do you get for that? Like. <laughs> A, a year I would get a year for a flashing year. 
No, I don't know. That's just, I don't know. It's like anything less than that just is like, why even, I mean, any amount of time in jail obviously is bad, but like, <sighs> I don't know to get, to get, it has to just be a fine. It has to just be like a thousand dollars. Like never, it has to be more like a DUI type thing or not DUI, but uh, it has to be a driver point system. So if it's, if you send like a dick pic versus like a, a like, I think a butthole pick would be like a heinous flashing, you know, especially if it's a guy for a woman. I think it's much less the chances of someone like, you know, reporting that it's the same as like, you know, women who rape. I think that's very underreported, obviously, mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons. But um, I think you have to tier like, you know, nipple nipple pick a month, you know, dick pick or like nipple pick twenty five dollars, dick pick fifty they pick with balls a hundred just just balls five hundred dollars just whole one thousand dollars across the board yeah Uh, and then anything else is fine i think feet's fine butthole but without hole not flashing you know okay i think everything else is as long as things remain relatively unsexualized i think belly buttons will never be you know gratuitous mm-hmm. um even though i like them um is this is this combo doing it for you it's doing it for this me this is yes loving it <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know like it's because i can i've talked about the most ridiculous shit while jerking off that like i don't i don't think about how it affects other people you know, and like I've developed this kind of like I don't care now, mm-hmm. and especially on the cam shows, a lot of people will stick around for us for some reason and continue to pay for like I, I don't know to be turned off by my words, but to be turned on by what they're watch like what they're seeing. Yeah, there's like a, they have to do a weird disconnect the way I do. So if people are into that, though, I think that's a that's a unique niche. By the way. Fucking Alex Adams is stealing my bit. He's doing interviews while doing like a podcast type show. You know Alex Adams? No. He's uh, uh I don't know if you're like into step uh incest pornography, but he is one of the probably one of the more popular or if not the most like successful like step uh incest creator and he does it mostly independent like he doesn't do like a pro like setup he just does like pov like role play his role plays are like well like relatively well written for what everything else is um but yeah i i made fun of a couple of his videos but he never responded but then uh i just noticed he's starting to do like what i was doing one of my episodes i had someone here on the couch um and she like jerked me off while we like talked and that was hot um, and then that was like months ago. And then Alex Adams just started doing the same shtick uh, like a couple weeks ago. Oh my God. It was Is in my like- algorithm. I was like, I mean, it's cool, but like, I'm not saying he saw mine and like was like, yeah, let's do that. I think there's other people, I'm surely, who've done similar things. But mm. I don't know. Just the one specific one is just like, oh, come on, dude. Like, yeah, there's something cool going on. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not accusing him. But Alex Adams, if you want to work together, hit me up. Um, <laughs> I would love to do more episodes like that because otherwise, I mean, I know I'm. I don't think there's many people doing it 
over discord or over you know sex like sexting and i think that's its own like that's appealing in its own way for a lot of people especially people who are like terminally online right that's their that's as far as they're gonna a lot of them are gonna get is like chatting up the cute cat girl in their in their discord server right or their cat the cowgirl um but who knows i mean i'm turning it into an incel slowly but surely oh no i only have sex to remind myself that here's proof that i'm not an incel (laughs) by definition (laughs) oh man that's hard (laughs) that's hard yeah why what is it what does incel mean to you what does incel mean to me? Um, yeah. What is like? What pops in your mind when you think incel? Sad. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I I think more anger. I mean, obviously rooted in sadness, but well, yeah. I think as an out as an outward manifestation, it's it's it. Most people think of just anger. Yeah. Um, exactly. On the outward, like anger, sure, but like. From my perspective, looking in, I'm like, oh, that's so sad for them. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, Everyone's my heart breaks sad. for them, you know. They're all very sad. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not like a community necessarily because no one, I, no one self identifies as an incel, right? But it's it's the label we attribute to fans of uh, like Andrew Tate, of Jordan Peterson, of any like male like motivator influencer, Gary V. Uh, <laughs> whereas the leaders themselves are clearly not incels. They clearly, um, smash some kind of pussy. I don't know. Or bussy. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but you know, the men that they, that listen to them clearly are struggling so much and don't have a, a good male influence like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just found a way to, I, it's not even that I, I'm satisfying a sexual need through this. It's more of just, uh, I think it's rooted in more sadness. I think people think it's mostly rooted in like, I'm, I'm a sexy, like deep, like sexual deviant and I'm very kinky and I'm an exhibitionist or whatever, whatever. But I think at the root of it is what I'm ignoring is that I think I'm just lonely and I'm using this as a way to just connect with people. But I think this is the most, uh, roundabout way, or it's the most appealing way to get people to connect with you is mm-hmm. with sex right and it confuses people that because there's a different level of intimacy associated with when you bring sex into the equation there's yeah. not a real solution here i'm just kind of rambling but it's just something i've thought about um over the years yeah as to like why i'm doing this why i'm here right now jerking off with someone i've never met but uh you know i'm not saying it's a bad thing mm. i just wonder is where does it go from here yeah, right. I think like a professional could probably help answer those questions. Like you. <laughs> well, no, that's the point is that this is in lieu of therapy. Oh, okay. This, right. <laughs> this is this is me not using you as a therapist, but really just therapizing myself and publicizing it and monetizing it. That's kind you of know? beautiful. Instead of paying for therapy, I'm just going to, you know. I've done therapy for a couple of years. I know essentially how it goes. I don't know exactly what any individual is going to say, but I have a good sample, a good idea of the process that goes into responding mm-hmm. and providing meaningful feedback. Um, 
at least for, you know, CBT, not cock and ball, but cognitive behavioral, um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not a professional, but Hey, you can either pay, you know, $5 a minute for a cam show, or you can get therapy. And this is what I tell most of my fans, uh, who come to my cam shows. I'm like, you know, you therapy is probably cheaper, honestly, uh, even without insurance for a lot of people. Um, yeah. but yeah, I agree. I agree that what I'm saying would be better suited for a, a therapeutic, uh, setting, but I consider this my therapeutic setting. So I like that. I think there's you're what, like a weird, you're what? like, Go I don't know. I was gonna say it's like a weird, like, uh, aspect of like beauty to that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it too much credit. I, I would hate for that to happen. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I welcome you or anyone who comes on the show to use it as a therapeutic platform. I don't, when I ask those questions about like, you know, trauma or anything, it's not because I'm going to fix that. I just, I like to, you know, just for that one specific idea, explore that one idea that perhaps your trauma is correlated to what you're into sexually now and and how you view your relationships now and that's not like a new idea for anyone but to be to pose it to yourself as an individual i think is important and if no one has done it before i think i want to be that person so um or to just even challenge the way you use pornography or interact with content creators blah 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 like things i've said a million times it doesn't matter um if you're still listening uh stop um please get help um all right we hit another 10 minute mark uh what should we do i don't know this is this is your show so you tell me well what would be funny is if um because i don't want to set up the thing again on the other computer but I mean, I could also come in 10 minutes. Something about the time limit is a nice challenge, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay. Is that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Well, I'm here. This is your This is your free cum shot that you get as a reward. So this is your. <laughs> <laughs> as a reward. <laughs> this is this is your payment. Yeah. For your time and, and effort. I don't, I don't like it being transactional. <laughs> Yeah, but I do. <laughs> and it's my show, right? So fair. <laughs> Excellent point. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, I just uh that's just what tickles me about it. Um because we can look at it this way too, is that this is an interaction I could have with someone for free, which I have had. I have had you know, people that I, th I found appealing or interesting or attractive. And I had a private like jerk off session with them. And sometimes I record it. Sometimes I don't, but there's times where I'm like, Oh, I should, I can make content out of this. And I have, there's videos of me like tributing people. And sometimes they ask for that. Right. Yeah. And obviously you didn't ask for that. I'm making it clear to everyone that this is, that's not what happened um, is that I invited you to watch me jerk off. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't look at it as like, uh, Hmm. I think the point I was going to make was that I'm criticizing myself for always thinking of like, how do I 
make content out of this interaction that I'm having, right? Yeah. Or that do I always have to like make something out of an interaction now that anything that stems from the content has to be a cause for more content. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If I'm losing you here, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. I, I, uh, I see like where you're coming from. I think anyone I know who's like a content creator kind of like falls into that mindset. You know, they're like, oh, we should, let's not just talk like friends. Let's, let's record it. That way we, you know, it's a podcast now. Um, (laughs) But with you, like, I'd be happy to also just like jerk off with you privately. Like this doesn't have to be the podcast, which I think would be funny to set it up. Like, oh, I am going to come at the end. And then I just don't, uh, which I have done (laughs) previously, (laughs) Um, which I think is very funny. And you don't get to know until you skip to, unless you just skip to the end, like most people do, which I think most normal people should do is skip to see if I do come at the end or not. Um, (laughs) But some people take it as a come challenge. And they want to edge along with Geraldo, so. Ooh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. I don't know. No one tells me these things. I just, I would assume there's at least one person who does, um, because one they're searching, one they're searching edge probably or edging or edge play, um, and two they're searching mustache, uh, cream pie. I actually have no idea the the algorithm the analytics. X videos analytics is not as robust as as Google or YouTube. So, mm-hmm. um, see now I'm very comfortable spitting. Is <laughs> a porn star move? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I missed a lot. There's a lot of missed shots, you know. But whatever that Wayne Gretzky quote is, <laughs> I apply it to spitting on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming very inspirational i uh, that's what i'm going for yeah yeah i'm trying to, i'm trying to be an influencer mm-hmm. yeah trying to inspire the next generation of solo male artists me and handsome ben together will lead the way to salvation <laughs> <laughs> so to speak okay. inshallah yeah uh shalom I don't know. Do you have any anything to plug? Anything you want to promote? Do you want your Instagram in here? People can follow you. Sure. If you you sell content, well, you don't currently sell content, but I think you would you would consider it for a price. Yes. Uh, For the right price. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm going to put your Instagram here. I think it's uh, at Wicked Manatee mm-hmm. on Instagram. You can uh, hit her up, but make a very generous offer. Okay. None of this lowball shit because <laughs> she doesn't make content now. So if you're going to want her to start making content, uh, you better make it interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's obviously wearing a cow outfit now. Uh, and that gets me going. She has purple hair. She might be bipolar. Who knows? That's It's only one way to find out. I'm not saying you are, but. Only uh, people with purple hair, but maybe. <laughs> yes. Well, I I am diagnosed, and I don't have the the indicators. So okay. Um, they didn't tell me I had to dye my hair a weird color once I was bipolar, but they highly encouraged it. Um, as a fair warning to people. Yeah. Um. Do you have any 
final words for the fans? Anything you'd like to? Any any words of wisdom for people that listen to Jerk Off podcast? I no, absolutely not. <laughs> Good. Good. Not you just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, keep keep fighting the good fight. Keep jerking. Exactly. Never stop. <laughs> wow, I think I can actually It's doing it for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't have to. It's only if you want me to. I I mean, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> to come for Gallagher. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't even know if I preed yet. Like you watching me? It's yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> if it ends at two minutes, don't leave. imagining your mouth on my cock right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're looking right at me. Mm-hmm. And telling me to pre. Telling me how good my pre is. God, Jamie, Jamie, you want me to come? Yeah. Jamie, I'm gonna fucking come. You're gonna make me come, Jamie. Fuck, 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 Jamie, 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 Jamie. super impressed with the timing on that (laughs) no no oh my god are you fucking kidding me
fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is fucked up. This is an ad for Zoom, dude. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Uh, download Zoom. <laughs> Pays pay for Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you saying? Uh, I'm sorry. I literally it was the funniest timing. I was saying. Uh, yeah, I no, was, it was perfect. I was impressed with that you were able to do it uh, right at the 10 minute mark. It was like yeah, beautiful timing. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, I was under pressure, <laughs> but yeah, having to frantically send you another zoom invite was also very funny for me to sit alone sit alone with that covered in cum copying and pasting a a zoom link to send in a discord chat it's just a weird yeah just a weird thing it's just a weird thing um any any Thanks for listening. This has been Geraldo's Edge Game, episode 49. Please stop, you know, just please stop so that I can stop, but keep watching if, uh, or else I'm, I'll cease to exist in this digital landscape. Uh, big episode next week. Who knows who will be a guest on episode 50. That's right. 50 weeks of jerking off. Uh, who knew? Who knew what that does to a motherfucker like me? All right. Any any final words? No. No. Thanks for right. uh, having me on. All right. Good luck out there. And good night. Okay. I'm going to stop the recording. We can stay here. Okay. I will end mine. Um, how was that? Was that okay? That was awesome. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. That was that was that was fun. Um, any any feedback off the bat? 
yeah, any feedback about the show? Anything you want differently, done differently? Anything to make it more interesting? Or uh, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of ways to improve it that I just choose to not do. But uh, I'm always just curious to see what people think when they do the show. Oh, the uh, what the Gallagher? That. Oh yeah, I mean that's just yeah. I I try to choose a a, a celebrity name to help boost the algorithm and give me something to work with. So Gallagher, I think, is the least famous name that I've, I've used so far, but I think it's it's appropriate. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm old school. People know me as as Gallagher. I, I didn't know see, like both Gallagher and Geraldo Rivera, people that are not relevant to either of our generations. Barely, like barely Geraldo. If you even care about Fox, if you watch Fox News, he's relevant, right? But um, who watches?